Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing a lot of news like Disney Plus source code showing WandaVision might release sooner than we think. Another thing is that Disney Plus has another MCU show coming based on Nick Fury. And a certain previous Spider-Man villain is in talks to reprise his role for Spider-Man 3. All that and more, along with your feedback right after the set we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, how you doing tonight, today, bud? I am in a chaos shitstorm. Um, yeah. It, of my own creation. <laughs> well, it's of your own creation and all, but it also sounds like a really great thing, right? Yeah. Um, it's looking a lot like I will likely be moving back to Birmingham uh, here very soon. That's like, freaking awesome. Like several, within the next several weeks, kind of soon, probably before November. I love it. I love it so much. It'll be great to have you back, man. It will be nice to uh, to be back near friends and family and to have that, you know, that support network for the kids, a.k.a. dump the kids off on my mom while we go yeah, out and man. be adults. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, um, before we get started on the new, we got a quick news and feedback episode for you guys. I got a few news stories and some feedback, but um, we did want to mention at the top of the show one more time. This week is the first episode of the new season of trivia and our prize for trivia is a playstation 5 so please come join us for trivia that is not our, once a week my god yeah no 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 no. our, no, our I'm big sorry. prize for the season big prize for the season is a playstation 5 uh it's gonna we're, 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 we're a new season starts and uh, we're gonna be giving away a prize every week but it'll be a t-shirt or we've got some other prizes in the works but uh yeah we uh we're we're it's gonna be fun. Come, come do, come do trivia. It's on Twitch. We stream it. You don't need any special technology. You just uh, come in. You chat in the chat. You answer in the chat, and that's it. That's the whole. That's the whole ball game. So it's really fun and really easy. And you should do it. And you should come. And you should subscribe and all that good stuff. Yeah. Twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV. That's it. Get that Jeff to Jeff transfer. That's right. Jeff to Jeff transfer. Uh, you can you can find it all about that at uh, StrandedPanda.com slash Jeff to Jeff because. We've talked about it before, but uh, yeah, just come to come to trivia. We'll tell you all about it at trivia, but um, <laughs> come, come to, to trivia. trivia. We'll talk there. It's it's free. It's easy. And it's really freaking fun. And honestly, some cool, some of the coolest people. Uh, I just had a blast getting to know everybody and hanging out at trivia and just getting to know everybody in the chat. And we we do a Zoom call where people join us afterwards and like play play games. It's it's super fun. It's super fun, guys. Yep. That being said, let's get into the news. You want to talk some news? Let's talk about the news. Let's do it. I don't know why I sang it. Um, I appreciated it. I really did. There's this thing that there's this 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 gate going on. Oh, we got another we, gate. We got another gate. We have a gate like every week. Yeah, different gates, um, especially in in trivia nights. But this one <laughs> apparently. Uh, the movie Eternals has never had a V in the title. Uh, yeah, and I, I haven't really had this. Have you? Did, I've had this confirmed. This was a uh, Nathaniel Mlynar sent it in, uh, but I, I, I think he's probably right. Uh, uh, court, uh, yeah, there, there, there's apparently like there was never a V in the title, and I just thought it was really funny that that's our uh, that could be our top story since a couple weeks ago was our only story that the V had been taken out. I thought it would be funny to say that there's some controversy that says there was never a V in the title. Yeah. I feel so, like there was, though. I feel like it was on the title card that they showed us. I don't know. Like, that art. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, let's... I'm, I'm scouring the internet right now, because that's what I do. And I can't find anything. Yeah, I because can't either. It's all, it's, it's all been wiped. It's like we all have this collective memory of it being the Eternals. Yeah, man. That uh, it's, <laughs> that mandala effect. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it strikes again. That Nelson Mandela effect. Mandala. I know. It's Mandala effect. <laughs> I, I don't, what's, I don't, your, what's your rubric for... <laughs> these sorts of things well you know i i, I my rubric is i just i trust uh 
uh, Nathaniel Mlynar. He's probably right. That's fair. <laughs> it's it's pretty standard. It's one checkbox. Yeah. Trust, I just, I trust just Nathaniel Mlynar. Check with Nathaniel Mlynar. All right. Uh, really, any of the Nathaniels. I, I pretty much trust what Nathaniels write in. Yeah. Matthews yeah. are not to be trusted, but Nathaniels. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's it's like 60% of our audience is, is a mixture of Nathaniels and Matthews. And, uh, yep. yeah, I, they're, they're, they're like the light side and the dark side of the force. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And I know that the Matthews are the dark side. Oh, yeah. I'm, def- I'm definitely right there on the dark side. 100%. But, you know, it's fine. They have cookies. That's true. That's true. Cookies and control over death. Maybe. Let's talk about real news because that's bullshit news out of the way. <laughs> Arguably the most important thing yeah. that we have news-wise to talk about. Our real title story this week. That that was just for, that one was for fun. Yeah, this is very exciting. There is a Nick Fury series in the works to go go to going to Disney Plus starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury reprising his role that he has been in since 2008 i'm excited about this and you you did a little more reading on it did you you see that it's a nick fury specifically i just thought it said that samuel jackson will reprise his role as nick fury for disney plus as far as i understand it it has been a a nick fury specific show Okay, I saw, I saw that. I feel like the headlines were saying things that sounded like that, but they all actually just said that he's going to be on a Disney Plus show, which either way is a big deal. What what show do you think? Uh, like, what do, what do you think the focus of the show? You think we're getting Sword? That's what I feel like. I feel like Agents of Sword is going to be, uh, it's going to be the thing. It has to be. Uh, yeah, based on where he is in the universe right now and what he's been up to. I mean, just getting an explanation of him working with the scrolls and where he is, like, I, I need it now. Yeah. I need it. I need this right this second. Put it in my hands. Because I just assumed we'd get a little pieces dropped for the next, like, whatever, 15 years about what he's doing up in space. And then we'd finally get a movie about whatever scroll thing is happening. But man, a series would be freaking awesome. Yeah, it would. I, I honestly, the, the main thing is I need to find out who's got his shoes. <laughs> who's got my shoes? <laughs> that's like the best line delivery. I, I, do you think that's a written line? Do you think they wrote that line for him to say? Or is that like some sort of weird improvisation on the set? <laughs> uh, I would bet that that's some sort of weird improvisation with him, like, just being barefoot and then go yeah like they, either way it's like the best line delivery i've ever heard yeah <laughs> yeah him, got him stepping out without shoes on being like who's got my shoes like <laughs> it's so good it's so good it's so just silly and not nick fury ish at all that that i can think of like nick fury has been so serious in yeah. the whole series of movies, like the whole yeah. MCU, he's been so serious. Seeing him sort of let loose and uh, just, just, I mean, it literally like he's sitting in a, in a chair, uh, staring out at the beach, real Tahiti like situation. And, and, and I just felt like that is very much what uh, we've never seen Nick Fury in that mode at all. Right. Right. Really fun. Yeah. We've never seen uh, Nick Fury let his hair down. Is it? That's definitely true. And a truer statement has never been spoken. <laughs> so, uh, one, of the other, one of the other stories that we have uh, this week is that, uh, you know, that WandaVision trailer came out and everybody's excited about it. There's been a placeholder on Disney Plus where, you know, the, the show is going to live. And there was source code in that site, in that, that placeholder spot that was discovered, it looks like WandaVision is going to release on November 27th. Which... That is so soon. Is so soon. Matt, that's next month. Yeah. Matt, that's Black Friday. That's next month. That's barely... Yeah, it's barely a... uh, I don't know, man. It's barely a little bit away. Like, uh, that's less than two months away. Eight weeks away. Almost exactly. Eight weeks away. Oh, man, I can't wait. Matt, I need to take off some time from work 
Mm-hmm. Uh, just so that we can watch it over and over again, because Disney Plus has released their uh, their group watch feature. Yeah. So we have to line up a bunch of time slots for our listeners to watch along with us. <laughs> seven yep. at a time. Seven at a time. Eight. Well, no, we have to get five listeners at a time because we're both going to be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you guys want to watch it with us, we'll put a sign up sheet in the all purpose room. <laughs> Yeah, sign up sheets in the break room uh, on the fridge. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's that's so soon, Matt. That's eight weeks away. That's so exciting. I mean, it's only it's only six episodes, so it's like just a little drop in the bucket of of new MCU content, and uh, it's gonna have to be enough, you know. But we get something at least, because yeah, I mean. All the movies got shifted. Yes. Uh, and, oh, gosh. What, what, when is Black Widow shifted to May, right? Black Widow got shifted to May. Okay. So, 2020 is the first year that we will have not had an MCU movie released since 2011. Yeah. Or no, 2009? It sucks. I think it's 2011. Or I think it's 2009. Because I'm pretty sure okay. Captain America came out in 2011. Okay. Yeah, I thought it was like... Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. I remember reading that the other day. Because it took two years for Iron Man 2 to come out. Yes. Oh, man. So freaking... So freaking excited for WandaVision. So sad for Black Widow. Ah, this next piece of news is weird, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is, actually. <laughs> Um, Jamie Foxx is apparently in talks to reprise his role as Electro for, uh, for Spider-Man 3, or the, the third Spider-Man, uh, film that Marvel and Sony are making together. Where, where is this reporting coming from? Because I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I've seen it all over the place, like, but like... I don't like the story I one just, bit. I just don't think it's true. Like, I... I yeah, it's in the Hollywood Reporter, which is generally a pretty good whatever. Uh, but I just don't I don't see it unless they're really going multiverse. I mean, we we, we do have uh J. Jonah Jameson being played by J.K. Simmons again. So like there's precedent, but it does just doesn't feel like this is necessary. And I don't know. It I, are they gonna retell his story but in this universe? Or are we are we getting an Electro who supposedly has the same backstory from that movie? Like I, I just I don't know, man. I don't I don't I'm not loving it unless they're doing multiverse. I guess what I said in the Stranded Panda chat was I could see it if they're doing a multiverse thing and it's going to be like a moment in a big multiverse thing. You know, like ju- just like we know that like Michael Keaton's going to play Batman in the Flash movie. Like we're not expecting him to be a main character. He's just going to show up. I'm assuming. No, he's he's who the movie is about. Yeah, that's why it's called Flash Batman. Um, Flash Man. Flash Man. What? Flash Bat. Flash Bat. That that's better. That's. I think that's a different movie. Mm-hmm. Made by a more adult company. <laughs> I was thinking it was like a movie where a bat dumps a bucket of water on themselves while they dance on stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one works, too. He's <laughs> a maniac, maniac. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so, multiverse could work. Um, I mean, it could be that th- that he shows up as this universe's Electro. Um, yeah, just like J.K. Simmons did. You know, same kind of story. But I guess that's my question, is like, do you, is it going to be this... <sighs> I don't going to retell li- it. Yeah, I don't like it when they just... Ins- I mean, it's, to me, it's the problem with Batman v Superman. Yes, we know who Batman is, but I still need some sort of, like... <sighs> I need I some... I need you to tell me the backstory of this version. Yeah, and I don't even need the backstory, like, the origin story. I just need to know who the character is. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Because, to me, as a person who loves multiverse stuff... To me, every version of a character is a different character, and you just drop a Batman in a movie, I have no reason to root for him. You got, you still got to do all the work 
of making me care. And if they do the same thing with Jamie Foxx, where they're just like, it's an electro. You remember him? It's like, kinda. <laughs> I, Sorta. Not he was hugely. not great in the other one. Yeah, that, that was a bummer. I, I really like Jamie Foxx a lot. I think he's super talented, but I don't, I, I, I have almost no feelings about his electro appearance. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I just thought that it was a a really interesting story where yeah um it's definitely something to provoke a little bit of thought you know and and get some conversation going because you know we like having conversation come up <laughs> that is true that is all true yeah I, I I'm with you I like it it's definitely something we should talk about and we and I guess we have now but uh, I I just <laughs> don't know um yeah, I don't know. Have you heard that they're changing who the face model is based on for Spider-Man in the the Miles Morales game? No. Yeah, apparently it's a different actor that they're modeling the face after, but it's still Yuri Lowenthal on the voice. And a lot of people are upset. Okay. That they changed the face model. I mean, I, I guess I don't have strong feelings about that. What do you feel? The face model that they're that they're going with, they showed it off recently. It looks a lot like they tried to get somebody who looks like Tom Holland. Um, and what? Yeah, their <laughs> their uh, their response to the internet going nuts was: we had to get somebody who who has a, a face model that looks closer or that that more closely matches Yuri Lowenthal, the actor's performance. Uh, that we can that we can map, and uh, Yuri Lowenthal, <laughs> Yuri Lowenthal was on Twitter like, "Guys, it's my bones. It's my stupid face bones. <laughs> Blame my stupid face bones." <laughs> oh man, are you seeing it? I'm looking it up. Wait. Okay, I see. I see the pictures you're talking about. You said Miles Morales. You mean Peter Parker? Yeah, in the Miles Morales game, they're using a new face for Peter Parker. Yes. Sorry. Okay. Sorry, because I looked it up and I saw <laughs> you said it made it look more like Tom Holland, and I was like, "What do you mean?" I don't <laughs> how? know what, how. And then I looked it up, and then I saw a picture of the picture, and like it's clearly a Caucasian-looking person, uh, but he does kind of have kinky hair in this picture that they released. <laughs> And I was like, are they whitewashing Miles Morales that hard? Because yeah. <laughs> I was really confused for a second. I was like, please, please don't do this. Please. But yeah, no, you're right. It does look a lot like Tom Holland. This, yeah. new, this new actor. A lot, of, uh, a lot of people are saying that he looks like great value Tom Holland. Ah. <laughs> or, you know, generic store brand Tom Holland. I don't think that's a good idea. Because, I don't know, when it's a different person, it's just a different person, yeah. I don't know, when you try to get real close to the original and then it doesn't make it, it, it's exactly like you're talking about, it's that dollar store feeling. I I would buy dollar store superheroes when I was a kid and they are not as good. (laughs) They are decidedly worse. It's like dollar store Power Rangers, like they're called like Power Team or whatever. And they're like, they got Oh, like, I thought they were called VR Troopers. Yeah. Oh. Ooh. Saturday morning burn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, Power Rangers are like ripoffs of Super Sentai. Oh, yeah. For sure. Series or whatever. For sure. I just, I just mean like <laughs> those like really shitty plastic figurines yeah. you'd get they're like they'd, they'd be rubber instead of like good plastic they just like molded rubber that was kind of painted to look sort of like power rangers anybody was anybody else poor anybody else out there <laughs> anybody else poor out there does anybody else grow up real poor and let us know rubber <laughs> right in i had so few actual action figures that were like from the actual things i had lots of little toys my, my grandparents would bring home like like box, they'd go to the whatever the thrift store and just like load up on. Here's some toys, and I'd be like, "Uh, all right." I, I mean, I'd get down, I'd play with it, but it was I, I had so few. When I did get something that looked like it was a uh, actually like when I had some X Men figurines, and I was so proud of them because <laughs> they, <were, laughs> they were the actual X Men. 
It's actual X-Men. Now, the only uh, licensed products I had um, as a kid came out of Happy Meals. Oh, that, those are cool. Sometimes those are cool toys. They could have been. They could have been. Um, sometimes. Sometimes. Not, not as much fun. They're harder to play with. Going back to Peter Parker okay. and his face change. All right. Peter Parker face change. Not Miles Morales. I, I think that this particular Peter Parker being older and more established in the universe is, is a reason to stay away from people who look like Tom Holland because Tom Holland is such a young Spider-Man. Right. And this picture such a young Peter Parker. doesn't look that much older than Tom Holland. It does a little bit. Right, it, right. It, it looks like maybe like a like a twenty two year old, uh, or whatever. It doesn't look like I don't know how old he's supposed to be in the game. Um, I feel like he's in his late twenties in yeah, the game. I thought so too. That's kind of my feeling. I'm gonna say twenty seven. Okay. Oh, uh, I'm gonna say twenty eight. All right. We'll find one dollar, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So that's pretty much it for our news yeah, coverage. Man. Yeah. Well, uh, sweet. Well, uh, let's try uh, to keep it short and sweet today. Yeah. 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 For sure. Uh, like there's not much news. There's not much, uh, uh, whatever. And we've got a whole lot of other podcasts hitting the stranded panda feeds this week. So yeah, we I'm do. like, uh, yeah, you got to talk about Lovecraft country twice, twice tonight, by the way, I'm doing two mother of God, two Lovecraft country episodes tonight. Uh, let me tell you about them real quick. Uh, because I'm, I'm really excited. I don't think you know about one of them yet. Do you? Uh, what do you mean? Did you, did I tell you about Jeffrey James? He probably is going to listen to this. Oh, uh, yeah. No, he wrote into me as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, our our longtime patron, uh, like one of our very first patrons to ever be a patron of the show, the, the show Lovecraft Country that we're covering over on Pandavision has this thing called the language of Adam, which is like a wizard language that was supposedly passed down from Adam or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Jeffrey James like wrote a book on the language. Yeah, the way he told it to me is that... Uh that there's no way that whoever wrote the show and like was working with the language of Adam was able to avoid his book on it. Like they absolutely certainly had to, to use his book as a reference, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. He's a, he's an author. We we've been, we've talked to him uh, many times. He's an author uh, of business books and such. Um, and he, uh, yeah, it's crazy that he just happens to have this intersection with a show that we're covering or like a, he is an expert on this thing that they are talking on the about. source material. Yeah. So like <laughs> I am super excited. So anyway, tonight I'm, I'm recording an episode with him uh, about just like a special about the um, language of Adam. And we're just going to talk about like his experience with it, what it means, what it is, how it connects to the show, what kind of insights he can glean. Like it's it's just, I just think it's so neat. It's such, so weird and neat that we just happen to know that guy. Um, and I'm really excited about it. So we are that many fewer degrees of Kevin Bacon away. That's right. From the Marvel cinematic universe. Cause we got, we got, we got Kang right there in the, uh, yep. Yep. In Lovecraft country. Super excited about that, by the way. Yep. Yep. <laughs> We're very thankful for our sponsor today. We have a returning sponsor, Harry's. Harry's.com. So, Matt, you you have used the, the Harry's stuff for a little bit. I obviously have not with my big beardy face. Yeah. If I were to if I were to want to shave with Harry's uh, using you know their products, their service, you say that I could save money. Yeah, man. You can save a lot of money. How how much money could I save in so like a year if I weren't buying like the regular uh, grocery store or or retail store razors. Yeah, you could save yourself enough to buy 26 cups of New York City coffee. Okay, I'm not in New York. Of enough for three deep dish pizzas in Chicago. I am more of a fan of New York style pizza. Eno- enough to pay six months of Netflix subscriptions. Okay. Yeah, well, that's something I know and pay a lot. Harry's delivers high quality razor blades as low as $2 each, a fraction of the price of the leading brand and saving you hundreds of dollars over time. Okay, but like, how do they shave? They shave so good. They shave so good. Harry's, they shave so good. 
<laughs> that's their new uh, tagline. Have you heard? Uh, yeah, man, I really do like them a lot. Um, my, uh, I, I do keep a well, well groomed beard. It's much shorter and, and real trim on the edges. And, uh, yeah, it's just my, my, I haven't, I haven't had any kind of like cutting my face situations. Like the, the razors stay sharp a good long while. And, uh, the, the best part is that they bring those, um, razor heads right to your door. So you just keep getting the refills and you keep, uh, keep that close shave all the time. Not the, don't have to worry about the dull blades. Cause every time, uh, which it takes a while, but every time one gets dulled, you swap it out for the next one. It's wonderful. All right. Well, I'll quit playing the dumb guy. <laughs> you can get your own Harry's trial set delivered directly to your doorstep by going to harrys.com slash MCU podcast. Uh, Harry's is a return to the essentials, you know, quality, durable blades at a fair price, $2 a blade. They've cut out the middleman. They're manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century or more. They're super convenient. They're delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. They've got all your grooming needs covered in one step. You can get blades. You've got hair care. You've got shower products all on harrys.com slash MCU podcast. And just like their blades, Harry's is committed to providing premium products without breaking the bank. That's right. And you can feel a little bit better about your purchase because 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better mental health care for men and veterans. And to help support those who need it most right now, Harry's is donating $1 million worth of shaving supplies to hospitals across the U.S. Because people in hospitals, they're the real heroes of this whole pandemic. And they need our support mm-hmm. and Harry's is doing a good job. Yeah. It's really, really great. Uh, so listeners of this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash MCU podcast. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five blade razor with lubricating strip and trimmer blades, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash MCU podcast for this offer. That's harrys.com slash MCU podcast to, uh, you know, get yourself some amazing shaving supplies and support this podcast. How can you beat that? You got to shave Shydra. Shave Shydra. And hail hydrate them blades. <laughs> hail hydrate your face. <laughs> <laughs> a rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hail hydrated <laughs> and we are back so let's just dive right in we only have a few pieces of feedback today let's go let's go let's, let's <laughs> run at them run at them hard run at them hard andre Ooh. sparks i'm coming at you andre sparks <laughs> ah! Ah! <laughs> run andre <laughs> <laughs> run get out of here he's coming <laughs> anyway Andre Sparks says hey guys it's been a while just wanted to chime in on three things one if the Nick Fury series is true what do you guys want to see 90s Nick Fury or what Fury is up to uh, you know after Ultron and, and Infinity War I personally want wow man that's a good question that is a good question I if if I really yes. what I want, we know we know Nick, we know he's being played by himself. I would like <laughs> Nick Fury be, played by Nick yeah. Fury. <laughs> His self titled role, Nick Fury. Um, <laughs> it's, it's an autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> so Sam Jackson is playing Nick Fury, and so I guess I would like him to play his current self. But I am super intrigued by the idea of like the young Nick Fury days, the 90s Nick Fury that we met. And we know they did a lot of de-aging of him for Captain Marvel, but I, I'm, I, I don't know that they could do that on a TV show. So like part of me is like they should make a show with some flashbacks. Uh, and, and, and it seems like that could work really well because we could find out like how he got from here to there. You know what I mean? Like how he got onto that sword ship, what has happened over the last 30, 40 years, I guess 30 years since the nineties when he was dealing with the scroll, you know? Yeah. I mean, the introduction of the scrolls and the introduction of, you know, the one scroll Talos being Nick Fury and Nick Fury being in space pretty much makes us, you know, just open to, well, literally everything that Nick Fury is, you know, in, in this universe 
everything that we've seen him as is like, you know, is that Nick Fury? Is that actually Nick Fury? Was it Nick Fury the whole time or was it Skrulls? Absolutely. So, like, we really honestly need an entire everything Nick Fury series. Yeah, that's actually a really good point. Like, I would love for this. That's that's what I want. I want the series to shine light on when exactly that change happened. Um, how he's worked with them, how long he's worked with yeah. them, why he's on that ship, who's got his shoes, all of it. All of it. Absolutely. So maybe not go back as far as 90s Nick Fury, but you could. Uh, and I think that it'd be neat if they had some flashback. I just want to know what's happened from the Nick Fury has been a black box where we just don't know what is going on inside of his head and what is really going on with his character. That's racist. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like an airplane black box. I know. I know what you mean. (laughs) As soon as I said it, I I deserved you to go there. Anyway, he has Uh, been a Schrodinger's box this of scroll schrodinger's fury schrodinger's fury he's either scroll or not scroll he's either good or bad he's got like good intentions and bad intentions and like i'd love i mean i like the mystery of fury but i'd love to like finally find out like what what are his motivations what drove him to do all the things he's doing we've gotten a lot of that but man i want i would love a full series about it cool cool yeah good answer good answer um now we just wait for the card to flip and show us what the answer is. I don't get it. Family feud. Come on, man. Oh. Oh, oh, because you said good answer. I get it now. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to say good answer, but that's what came out. Yeah. And I just ran with it. You sound so, like a family feud. You know, guy. let's let's talk to Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm going to skip number two, because it involves DC things. No, no. Andre Spark says, if you guys need something else to watch, check out DC's Stargirl. It's probably the best new CW show since Flash. Character development is great, story is different, and there are some things that can be covered in superhero ethics. Hmm. Well, then let them cover it in superhero ethics. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, sorry, I stuck my sorry, Andre. Uh, just DC hate is flaring up today. Yeah, um, it's. Uh, I got to get this looked at. Yeah, <laughs> it's like heartburn it's like when people talk about my knees hurt when people talk about DC or it rains. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Forgot to take my Nexium today. <laughs> Having a DC flare up. <laughs> got these old DC knees. <laughs> <laughs> I, this one this one took me all the way through batman v superman right here oh. i had to uh, traverse is this like a guy talking about a war he was in that's <laughs> 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 so stupid <laughs> okay okay uh last thing andre spark says is are you going to cover hellstrom i know it comes out and comes on in two weeks the trailer looks interesting keep up the good work guys Andre. Yes. yes, we are planning to cover Hellstrom, but thanks for there's nothing else going on, damn it. <laughs> thank you for the heads up because I didn't realize how soon it started. And you Yeah, you, man, you, it starts this month. Wow. Um that's exciting. And it I is. I just I'm really curious about how much it will tie in, you know? Uh yeah, it it's a holdover. Yeah, for sure. Of of Marvel television before Has it, it got absorbed. Already been canceled. Uh, that yeah maybe because <laughs> I know they canceled all the other shows basically right after the air but it was like and, and all the shows they had on the slate like Ghost Rider um, they, they took off the slate but yeah. then Hellstrom just happened to already have its first season made yeah they're like I might as well yeah I mean and you might as well you get some ad revenue get some people streaming it whatever but like yeah I, I just I, we're gonna cover it because it's MCU kind of like the new mutants but yeah it might be it might be like of of a bygone era that we don't get to I just wonder if it's and it's such a different theme of all the other the MCU we haven't seen much of this kind of stuff horror yeah, elements it's, it's a real spoopy element for the spoopy month oh spoopy I gotcha I'm, I'm internet savvy. 
I didn't. I I've never heard spoopy. I'm sorry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that just showed today, everybody. That reminds me of last night when uh, M. Khalil or M- Melissa was trying to teach us on on tri- on trivia what yeet means. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! And she said lit. Oh yeah, she did. Uh, She's like that game is lit. Yeah. She's like, I hate saying that. She said, she said lit. Uh, uh, by the way, Melissa, we love you. She kicked ass at trivia this season. She won. She's the, she's our new queen of trivia. Um, but it was really funny when she, she said, she said lit on stream and then she went, I'm sorry. I said lit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was in no way thinking it was a bad thing. I thought it was great. It's just, I think she realized she was around a lot of older people and she was like, I'm sorry. I realized I just sounded like, uh, a millennial or whatever not even millennial i don't know i don't know gen z gen z all right okay so let's get let's get let's get on let's move uh, on uh yeah but hellstrom we will cover it starts october 16th we will be that uh, we'll be covering it like we cover things every week i like guess we, like we cover things which that'll be really close i'm i did not realize when i started covering lovecraft how much it was going to overlap with the boys and yep. so Pandavision for me has gotten insane because I'm covering two shows a week uh, yep. for Pandavision, which are both amazing and I would not have it any other way. And I'm so glad I get to cover them both. They're freaking awesome. But. Oh, God, I still haven't watched last week's episode of The Boys. I'm not uh, ready for this week. I don't know that I've have either. I was on vacation <gasps> and I'm, I might be a little behind. I think How I dare did. You? I think I did, actually. I think I watched it while I was on vacation. Okay. I mean, you had nothing else to do. That's true. Well, I, we, we had such a cool vacation. We just sat by the beach and that's all we did basically. But basically what that meant for me was, uh, I brought my PS4. I, I, <laughs> I, I played, I played Avengers. I'd like play Avengers. I'd go swim in the beach. I'd come back inside. I'd eat, I'd eat a good dinner. I'd go play some more Avengers. <laughs> yep. Hell, I mean, we streamed Avengers on Wednesday while that's you right. were gone. We did indeed. We did indeed. That was super fun. That was good. Good times. Good times. Oh, anyway. but, speaking of Avengers, are you? You guys don't all have to write. I don't know. Yeah, right. We'll, we'll make a poll in the Stranded Panda chat or something. I was just going to ask if anybody's interested in us talking about the Avengers video game, either here on MCU Cast or if we should start a new feed for Stranded Panda video game talk. Because we're trying to get into gaming a little more and trying to do it on Twitch and stuff. But I don't know. I just, feel like we might play Avengers for three months and then never do games again so i don't know we'll see well we got miles morales coming too so we got miles morales coming i like the the spider-man game um i've been like on uh what is it on on star wars universe podcast i've been talking about the the star wars battlefront 2 game from 2005 the, the classic i've been talking about it over and over and over again how how fun it is uh how fun it was yeah man and i just found it on steam for like 10 bucks and was like, give me that. I want it. Yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So I might start streaming that. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. Do it. Uh, th- we, I don't know. I'm having fun playing games again. I hadn't played games in years, but we'll, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll see how that works out. And, and we might do some sort of podcast or we might just do an episode of the MCU cast since it's Marvel related. Because we've got nothing else going on. <laughs> we have no other content. We, we did. We have talked about it a little bit like the story and stuff, but. I don't know. Yeah. I'm enjoying all the all the strategy of leveling and all this stuff. Like I, I think it's so much fun. Yep, yep. Uh, so let's see. Devin Bernard says, "Hey guys, I just started listening to your podcast, and I'm really enjoying it. You guys seem like a lot of fun to listen to, and I'm pretty excited to have six years worth of content to listen to." Wow, uh, Devin, thank you, thank you very much. I also am shocked that someone said it seems like we're a lot of fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, wow, that he's uh, planning to go back and listen to six years. I do the same thing when I find a podcast I like. And so it's like super, uh, it's a big honor for me when someone says that they're listening to all of our content, which I know a lot of people have. Um, and that, that means a lot to me. Cause it's like, I being a show worth, uh, that, that someone thinks is worth, uh, that is really special to me. Cause I do the same yeah, thing. Especially with as many episodes as we have. Yeah. We're a big commitment. Because we're six years, but there's some weeks where we did like an episode a day for 14 days, like of Jessica Jones or this or that, you know? Yeah, we have 478 published episodes. Yeah, and we have about 20 that I'm still working on getting posted. I keep 
I'm getting being too busy to post them. Um, okay, we got a voicemail. But thank you, Devin. Thank you. Oh, and I sent Devin the uh, Stranded Panda chat. And I was like, come join the Stranded Panda chat. People are cool. Yeah, come come to Facebook chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Facebook chat uh, is... If you go, By the way, uh, we've been putting it in the thing lately. Join the community. There's a link. To, there should be a link in the show notes that you're staring at on your uh, podcatcher should have a link to our website, strandedpanda.com. And, uh, yeah, it says join the community cause there's multiple ways. There's a, there's, um, discord and the Facebook chat is the most active, but there's also a, an email list that we send out when we're doing stuff. Um, yeah, we're just, I'm just having, having a good time getting to know everybody. Honestly, it's been a great way to make it through quarantine. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love the Stranded Panda chat so much. Yeah, me too. Because, like, I just I just got reminded that there's a news story that we missed talking about that we forgot to talk about. Uh oh, tell me. And the the chat is there with you know with my back in yeah. hand. Got They've got it. And it is that Kamala Khan has been cast in oh this my Marvel series. Gosh, how do we miss that? We talked about it the directors last week, and I, I remember seeing that story, and we just did, somehow didn't make it into the dock. Yeah. It just completely went shoom, right past my head. I have not, I don't know much about Kamala Khan except for the new game, which I am playing Kamala Khan and love her character. Um, I love that she's a fan, and I hope that's true of the new version, because that it connected her to me in a way that like most superheroes are not. Cause she's a fan of the Avengers in the, in the Marvel game. I don't know if that's true in the comics. Oh, I guess it is. Cause I know she's a fan of Captain Marvel, right? Like that's her, yeah. Yeah. Kind of her spirit animal. Like whenever she, so she got her powers because of, uh, the Terrigen mist being scattered across the earth by black bolt in an effort to defend against Thanos. Big story, whatever. Um, she, like when she got her powers, she didn't realize that she had the, the, the ability to polymorph herself and like change the way she looks. So because she loves Captain Marvel so much, because Carol Danvers is her idol, she morphed herself to look like Carol Danvers and didn't know how to undo it. <laughs> so like she ended up meeting Carol Danvers and was like apologizing profusely. And Carol like worked with her to try to grasp her power appropriately and was like, you know what, you know, you're such a good person. You've got, you've got these great skills. You can have the Miss Marvel name. I, I am okay with you calling yourself Miss Marvel. And she's like, Oh oh my God. Thank you so much. (laughs) And she's, you know, she's a hero from Jersey City. She's the the first Muslim American hero uh, it, that Marvel created, and she's a ton of fun just as a as a person. She's a fun a fun character. Yeah, dude, I, I'm I'm really excited about it. I like her so much in the game, and uh, we'll probably end up doing a comic book read uh, for our patrons because I, I'd like to know more about her origins from the comics. Yeah. Same. Um, I would like to go back and, and read through that again. Cause I read like the first couple whenever it first came out and they were like free. They're just letting you know, like here's a new hero. And I'm like, Oh, that's cute. And I was like, I read through like one or two of them and didn't have, uh, I didn't have Marvel unlimited at the time. So I couldn't go back and read through all of them mm. then, but I will now. Anyway, right? the actress that has been cast is Iman Vellani. And she has been in like next to nothing. Yeah, she's like an unknown. She's a, a relatively unknown actress, but um, she's she's young and she looks the part. Yeah, she does. Looks a lot like uh, the Kamala from the game, actually. Yeah, uh, which yep. I don't think is a mistake. They're trying to brand this new. They're trying to bring this character. I, I, as soon as she was like the main character of the game uh, it is such a big game i was like yeah they're getting ready to like launch her into the stratosphere of you know characters we all care about yeah yep and she absolutely is a character that we care about after this game because she has all of the heart of the story yeah she's she's the heart for sure anyway we have voicemails to talk about yeah we do let's let's hit one of these a couple voicemails here hey guys i was calling because i was 
kind of thinking of a theory, or not a theory, but maybe the reason why Kang would come back into the past. Maybe because Endgame was like um, the population was supposed to be half wiped off, and that would have made a better future, like you know, with less pollution and more animals. And stuff. You know, kind of like what um, what was it? Uh, Captain America. He's like, oh, I saw a whale crossing the the bridge or whatever, and that kind of shows like, oh, maybe the world was supposed to heal itself, like with only half the population. But with them bringing everybody back, you know, uh, pollution and all those things become a big problem. And it affects Kang in the future because he lives in a dystopian, apocalyptic world almost. And so his only um, way of fixing it is, hey, I have to go back to the past and either punish the people who, who make this happen or try to make sure that half of the population, you know, goes up in smoke. Or, I don't know, something along those lines. I don't know. What do y'all think? All right. Y'all have a good one. Bye. It's, it's a tricky balance because you want these stories to be based in the same world as the previous story. And you want some sort of tie-in to all the things that have happened before. But I do think that if they do another story where a guy is coming from a far-off land or time or whatever to try to destroy half of all life, then it might seem a little redundant. But I, I do think that it's very possible that the the events of Endgame are why he's coming back. Like, the, the fact that, uh, to me, it's more likely the time travel. Like, they did all this time travel, and who knows what they've done to the timelines, all the various timelines. And maybe, they cr- maybe one of the timelines they created is the is the bad one, you know, and now Kang is coming back to sort of like claim the other timeline or whatever. Um, I don't know. But I do think that it has something to do with the fallout from Endgame and all the time travel and or maybe time travel they've yet to do because it's the future and he's coming back Terminator style. But like just I don't think I don't I don't personally like the idea of them coming back and doing like, hey, let's destroy half of the humans or half of the life again, you know? Yeah. I mean you've already done that. Yeah. That that trick's already been pulled. You can't play that one again. Yeah. There was an interesting thought that was posted recently. Um, I think it was in the Facebook chat, but I'm going to bring it up here as if it's my own thought. Okay, um, I dig it. So, <laughs> I like appropriation without, <laughs> without giving reference to original content. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what we do here. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, anyway. I'm commandeering this. So, there is a young version of Kang the Conqueror, uh, Mr. Nathaniel Nate Richards, uh, who is known as Iron Lad. L-A-D, Iron Lad. And he... uh, He is from the future. He was rescued by his time-traveling adult self, Kang the Conqueror. And was um like his younger his the young self was was hospitalized anyway he models a set of armor after iron man calls himself iron lad and is on a new team called the young avengers mm. with the sole purpose of defeating his future self and reshaping his own future interesting and I think it's interesting that that Kang the Conqueror is said to be showing up in Ant-Man 3 because if you if you go and look up Iron Lad, uh, one of the things that's in his fictional character biography on Wikipedia is that he forms a brief romantic relationship with fellow young Avenger teammate Stature. Mm. Which is Cassie Lang. Which is Cassie Lang. Okay. I mean, I definitely think Young Avengers is, like, taking shape, right? Like, there's almost no way it doesn't at this point. Oh, yeah. It has to. Some form of Young Avengers seems like it's, like, for sure happening. I think there was was recently, um, I say recently, like, within the past few years, there was talk of a Power Pack movie going on, and that's, like, super young kids. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, I... I, I, your thought is very interesting, and whoever posted it, thank you. You're welcome. 
Just me. Because, you know, you could definitely see that if Stature, like, if Kang came back to do something to his former self and he's dating Stature or whatever, like, like this is a boy that Cassie likes or something, and it turns out he's a future maniac. Like, I could, I could absolutely see some really fun stuff with Paul Rudd sort of oh, being man. a protective father. Like, oh, Paul Rudd being protective father like Hank and having them talk together, having him and Hank talk together about this new kid and how much they don't like him. Yeah, for sure. Or just like Scott Lang sitting on the porch of the quantum realm with a shotgun, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or even better, if Hank likes the kid and he's just like, he's not that great. You get that sort of grandfather. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, the like like because if it's Iron Lad and he's like really smart and he's doing thing you know like whatever uh like he's able to invent things like Hank could be like super interested in him and it'd be that sort of like grandfather versus father sort of feeling where like the grandfather's not as is like it's a little more like well let the kids do what they do <laughs> Scott's being super <laughs> overprotective in a way that Hank has been toward him in the past I I, I think that sounds like that sounds like where that could go for sure and then when once he finds out he is the evil guy from the future you can absolutely see a scene where scott lang's like i told you guys this kid is no good <laughs> i love it yeah. i love it i love that so much we just we just wrote a pretty dang good ant-man movie yeah um, we did <laughs> uh with the help of someone from the stranded panda chat uh, no we no 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 <laughs> Okay. All by ourselves. Let's hear this next uh, next voicemail. All right. Hey, guys. This is James again. So I just finished up watching all of the current Marvel movies. And yet again, you know, because I'm detailed like that, I have two questions. So is Spider-Man Far From Home, is that beginning of Phase 4 or is that the official ending of Phase 3? And then on top of that, with us finding out that Talos and his significant other are impersonating Hill and Fury, are we supposed to assume, I guess it could go either way, are, are we going to see the scrolls as allies since they're talking to Nick, or are we going to see that they turn out to somehow be bad guys and that they turn on Nick? Again, thanks for the podcasting, for what you guys are doing, and thanks for using my last message. Bye. I hope you're okay, James. Uh, during yeah, the call, that sounded rough. it seemed like a lot of metal plates were just falling on you. <laughs> <laughs> Not around or, him. Or falling all around you, at least. On him. No, no, they were falling on him, but he was being He's like dead. really professional about the phone call, just like sticking with... I appreciate that kind of professional nature. Yeah, yeah. Like some sort of metal or uh, porcelain plates are just falling all around him. And uh, he's just completely calm about it. I like so it. So calm. I dig it. Thanks, James. Yeah. Uh, okay, so officially, Spider-Man Far From Home was the end of Phase 3. Yes. It is the the prologue, not prologue, the epilogue of this grand Infinity Saga tale. Yes. Uh, now... I don't know that it really matters. It does seem kind of like the new thing, but yeah, like that's, that is officially the word from Marvel that that was the end of phase three. And then, uh, Hill and Fury have the scrolls. Good guys are bad guys. I hope they're neither. I hope they're complex individual people. And that <laughs> like, we find out there are bad scrolls. Like, I think we're going to have a sense that, Scrolls are good guys, right? Because that's what we think at this point. And the Kree are bad guys. Like, that's that's kind of been the case. But I think, yeah. like, an, a secret invasion storyline would be really interesting because we'd have to, like, find out that maybe Talos is a good guy. Maybe he's just a refugee. But, like, that, he's not every scroll, you know? And they have this ability that they really can hurt us. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I, I like that. I like complexity in my uh, r- alien races. <laughs> <laughs> Says the Star Trek fan. That's right. That's right. I do. Yep. Um, I agree. Having the having the scrolls just be like mustache twirling dickheads, bad guys, whatever, would be dumb. 
But then having them just be like goody two shoes allies for like literally an entire race is also really dumb. Yeah. So like, like all other sentient people, there is nuance to, to character. So like it was, it was great when in Captain Marvel, the scrolls turned around and like, they were like, we're not necessarily the best people either. We've all got blood on our hands. Yeah. And having him say that was like chef's kiss. Brilliant. Uh, and that leaves it completely open to all kinds of, all kinds of other things. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So yeah. Thanks for writing. Thanks for uh, calling in guys. Uh, by the way, the phone number is five, seven, three cast MCU. If a man wants to call me voicemail. We got a couple more uh, other sorts of feedback here. What do we got? Uh, we got Dalton Bieri saying, hey, guys, wanted to find the best way to write in. So here we go. In the past couple of casts, you guys discussed Kang. In the many games, comics and cartoons with Kang, he's a character that's always different. You mentioned Immortus, but he's also Iron Lad. Here it is. He's also Iron Lad when he's younger. Kang could be a great long-lasting villain that's not always the same actor or same motivations. I thought this could help with the discussion. Also, if he came because of Cap in the comics, maybe it's the absence of Cap that brings him around this time. You know, I think that that's a great idea, Dalton, except it could... With him being Iron Lad, I think that it would be the absence of Tony. With Tony sacrificing mm. everything, he looks to him as like the pinnacle of, of hero-ness and seeks to emulate him in his, in his heroic nature. Uh, yeah, I think that's a great thought, especially the Iron Lad connection um, and him. Do you, so we, in the future, it's Nathaniel Richards, uh, too many Nathaniels, but uh, <laughs> what do, do you think it could be? I know a lot of people have speculated it could be the boy from Iron Man 3. That's Harley. Harley. That's Harley. Do you think that, that that's a possibility that Iron Lad could be that character? I've heard him, I've heard a lot of a lot of conjecture that he is going to be Iron Lad, but nothing has been confirmed. Right. Him being at the funeral was I mean it could easily just be a callback and like some wanting something kind of special from each of his appearances, but it did right. seem sort of conspicuous like maybe they're going to do something and with the young Avengers coming seemingly coming it's um it's i don't uh, it could be very problematic though to have iron lad be a white kid and then like when he becomes evil he becomes a black man uh, that's true that's definitely true i i just know that kang has has many forms in the comics so i wasn't really even thinking yeah uh and as the kang version uh that we all know he's not white or black he's He's like purple. purple skinned. So kind of purple bluish. So yeah, I, I, I was not considering that, but yeah, that's, that's true. Um, I do. Th yeah. I don't know. I, I look, looking at the comics, there's like all these different versions of Kang and some of them are like, seem like they're different alien races and stuff. Like, I don't even know. I don't understand the Kang story at all. Um, <laughs> I tried to watch yeah. a video on it recently and I was like, I don't understand. I need to go and read the whole thing. Cause this doesn't seem to make a lot of sense. Yeah, there's some real old versions of Kang the Conqueror where he's like got this crazy helmet on, like crazy green helmet on and like has a Fu Manchu and is like decidedly a white guy. Weird. And you're like, who the hell is this guy? Mm. <laughs> like, what? But um, I, I really like the Iron Lad uh call out there and uh thank you dalton you are you are very likely the 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 person that wrote in that i read that about and was like oh wait yeah let me build on that um so dalton thank you there i called him out you happy matt yeah i like it <laughs> ecstatic yeah thank you dalton <clears throat> all right last up nathaniel Linear. too many nathaniels too many he says, I definitely think these realities are Wanda's creations based on shows she grew up watching. He's talking about the WandaVision trailer. Uh, I don't think we will see explicit references to real shows because it doesn't make sense for Disney to have the rights to all of those. Uh, I just think it will be similar to and reference shows of those time periods. 
my idea for the show opening starts with Wanda and Pietro, Aaron Taylor Johnson, in Sokovia, probably a year or two before Age of Ultron. They'd be watching an old-fashioned sitcom showing that she grew up watching these with her brother. And then we zoom into the TV and it becomes Wanda's reality. I also think Aaron Taylor Johnson could show up in this show, especially if Wanda is literally bringing people back from the dead. Hmm. Didn't we get... Isn't that... Wasn't that in the news that he was going to be in it? I don't know. Uh, for some reason, I thought that was in the news at some point. It's it's hard to say if I if I think that he's going to be in it because, like, we know that these actors get cast for like huge contracts that span several you know decades basically. Like they they have these super long contracts where Marvel at any time could just be like you know slot you in let's go. So having him do one movie and then be gone was weird. Mm-hmm. But then again, that movie came out several years ago at this point. Right. So uh, having him wait that long just to show up in a series seems a little odd as well. Kind of, but it is like Wanda's story. And I don't know if Aaron Taylor Johnson is like gung-ho to do it, but it uh, it does seem to me that like that is a very possible um, thing to do. I don't know. Yeah, I I haven't seen anything... I don't remember at least seeing anything news wise that um, that seems to indicate that he's coming back. It would be awesome though, if they did that. Yeah. I th- I almost think for like the resolution of her storyline, cause she's got these two big heartbreaks. She lost her brother and then she lost her brother and then she uh, made mistakes that got a lot of people killed. And then she had to kill her lover just to watch him be revived and killed again. Like it's all real dark storyline for her. And I feel like not having him show up at all. I did. And then Nathaniel may be very right here. His idea of them starting with showing her and Pietro together. It could be just, they have a lot of flashbacks to them as kids, um, which could tie into all this stuff. I think that's a, not a bad idea at all. I like it a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a really good, uh, a good way to, to bring it in. Even if we don't see him again, (laughs) Even if it's just him sitting in front of the TV and then they zoom in on the TV and then we never see him again the rest of the season. Yeah, it'll, it'll be a nice touching thing for her to like actually have a connection to her brother who she lost, you know? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. All right. Well, that is it for our feedback. That's it. That's it. All right. Well, guys, again, uh, we'll be back with you next week with more Marvel uh, news and feedback and talk and theories. And uh, we'll probably do some comic stuff soon and some commissioned episodes and all kinds of stuff. Plus, Hellstrom's coming. Man, so many things to talk about and do. Uh, pretty excited that things are things are kind of kicking back in. We got lots of news. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah. Uh, but I do want to say, again, this is the first week uh, we are starting our uh, trivia season. We're gonna. Oh, we we just did a three month long season, and uh, we were calling it our beta season. And we did like ten weeks before that. So we're like in the middle of. A, we've already done a lot of trivia. We've kind of uh, been working on perfecting it and making it really fun and good and interesting. So uh, yeah, come try it. Twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV every Wednesday seven thirty. Um, and this is the week to start if you want to try it and try to win the PS5 because that's the big prize of the season. And the more times you play, the more chances you have. So it's going to be yeah. fun. Come out, hang out. Uh, a lot of people have been saying it's one of the favorite parts of their week. And that goes for me and Jeff too. It's just, the, it's, the, it's the, honestly the sort of like fellowship of fellow nerds and just getting to hang out and talk about the stuff we like. And talk about life because it's kind of like it veers away from some of this stuff and just becomes like hanging out. I just I just have had a blast. So if you can, twitch.tv slash TV, you can go there right now and subscribe. And if you have a Twitch app on your phone, it'll alert you when we're playing. So if you've never used Twitch before, um, it's, easy. it's really easy. You just go to the website. It's no problem at all. And there's an app. 
Okay, that's that's our that's our last pitch for that for a while, uh, or at least a couple weeks. We may we may throw one more out in a couple weeks before it's our because uh, we're dropping the top the lowest two scores. So if you miss two weeks this time, you still have just as good a shot as anybody else. But um, yeah, uh, all right, we're we're I guess we're out. Strandedpanda.com is where you can find all our stuff, all our other podcasts. We're doing all kinds of stuff, podcast music, blah 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 blah. Um, it's not blah 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 blah, Matt. Yeah, what's what else? No, it's it's not blah 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 blah. Like this is your passion, man. It is, but I I feel like I've been uh, promoting for the last thirty seconds, and I feel like I should veer toward uh, acting too aloof to promote. Oh, I gotcha. I'm being gotcha. a real Gen Xer. Yeah, <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, thanks, guys. Peace. Until next time, true believers.